Welcome to the Ready to Buy podcast. The podcast for busy young professionals like you to help get yourself and keep yourself ready to buy your dream home. Series one is for all of you looking to buy your first home. And whether that's next week, next month, or even next year, we'll walk you through the process and help you build your knowledge, your understanding, and your confidence really help ensure that you have a plan in place and that you're ready to buy when you want to be. The Ready to Buy podcast is brought to you by me, Mark Humphrey of MHC Mortgage and Protection Limited. And with over 20 years of experience in the mortgage industry, we help and support people like you buy their homes on a daily basis. We are passionate about making the process simple, easy, hassle and stress-free for all of our clients and we'll be sharing our knowledge, experience and loads of useful hints and tips throughout the series. We'd love you to get in touch if you'd like some help with your own situation and you can find us at mhcmortgages.co.uk. And to make sure you never miss an episode, you can subscribe using any podcast app out there, including of course Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts and Amazon. Welcome to today's episode, The Search for Your New Home. Hi, it's Mark, and so it really does start to feel real now, doesn't it? We've talked before about having your plan in place, so you've got that, you've understood how much you can borrow, how much you're going to save and put towards your buying costs, how much of a deposit you're going to put down, you'll have saved that, now you're ready to start buying, or you'll have organized that through a gift from family members. You'll have taken those steps to make sure you're as presentable as possible. You'll have obtained your agreement in principle, which is something, if you're working with a mortgage broker, they will have obtained for you. And this next step can be possibly the most daunting because it does start to feel real, but equally, it's the most exciting. It really is. And it's likely that you'll have been looking at sites like Rightmove for some time. And just getting a feel for, as we said before, what type of property can you afford? What area? All those types of things. So it's highly likely that you'll have been doing your homework. But now's the time when you can actually start making contact with the agents and really taking it to those next steps. And before you do, I would suggest now we've got so many great tools available to us to help start that process and really prepare ourselves in the best possible way. So when you go on to Rightmove or any agent's websites, you'll tend to find for many years, they've shown photos of the property along with a brief description. And the photos are really a good starting point. You can get a good idea of the condition of the property outside, inside. And also you'll find that most of them will tend to have a floor plan. So you can see the layout of the property. And in fact, whenever I've been looking to buy or move in the past, the floor plan is one of those things that I look at first because, okay, you can alter a property once you've bought and you're in there, but it gives you a pretty good idea of, of what you've got to work with as opposed to things like the aesthetics, the decor, for example, is something you really do need to try and see past that. Quite often it can be superficial. 
in just it's maybe a, a not a particularly appealing color in particular rooms that's something you can change really easily and so try and take a step back and look at the property as a whole would be my advice on that and there are things that can be changed very quickly and really shouldn't put you off also things such as street view and google maps you can do some research you can look up and down the road you can look online to gauge the type of area that you're buying in you can see similar properties along the street how well are they maintained all those types of things are going to add to your preparation and i would strongly suggest that never go and buy based on one viewing go and have a look at different times of the day so this is before you've actually gone inside the property or even after the event is wise have a look maybe two three four times at that area and just get a feel for it at different times of the day to give you an example myself and my family we moved earlier this year and we found a property which we thought was the one we really liked the property the area seemed nice we weren't very familiar with it we were very keen and potentially looking to put an offer in almost straight away we revisited the property later that afternoon so we'd viewed it whilst schools were in when we came back later on when the schools were back home there was an awful lot of noise and children hanging around and things and and actually the area wasn't as nice as it appeared at a different time so just being mindful of things like that get a feel for the area maybe during the week at weekends evening versus daytime little things like that could really help in both your preparation before but also afterwards would be a good plan something that has become more and more common as well over the past few years and certainly has increased rapidly since the covid pandemic started is the use of online tools so virtual tours and we see that in a few different formats so from a an agent going around with a presumably a phone or a camera and walking you through and showing you the various different rooms the various different features of the property sometimes see that there's some commentary on that as well quite often there isn't but also virtual tours whereby they use a bit of software where you can actually go in and it feels as if you're actually inside the property and you can move around you can look at different rooms from different angles and get a really good feel for the property and doing that in advance it almost means that there's no surprises once you go and visit a property actually it's almost sort of confirming what you thought you knew and so that is such a great tool and I would strongly recommend you do that before you even start and that will put you in in a pretty good stead I would suggest. And so you're now ready you've done some extra research you've narrowed it down to maybe a, a few properties and now's the point where you need to start making contact with estate agents. So with that in mind I'd like to introduce Andy Playsto who is a branch partner and a vastly experienced estate agent of coming up to 25 years, I believe. He's one of the good guys, and we're going to get the benefit of his wisdom. Andy, great for, for you to join us today. So um, there's a personal connection between us, of course. We're brother-in-laws. And um, so you've, you've, been, you've been in the industry for many, many years. And so would you mind just giving yourself a, a bit of an introduction just to explain your background and, and what you brought you to this point here? Yeah. Hi, of course, Mark. How are you doing? Okay. 
Very good, thank you. Good, good. Um, yeah, so I'm Andy Playstow. I'm the partner of Robinson, Michael & Jackson, uh, as the, a part of the Robinson Jackson network. Um, we've got about 30 offices uh, from South East London going right down into sitting born in Kent. Um, I've worked for the company for 25 years now. Um, you know, started off at uh, the lower ranks and uh, you know, worked my way up uh, to where I am today. Fantastic. So very much man and, and boy. Yeah, um, it doesn't feel like 25 years. I probably look a little bit older and feel a little bit older, but yeah, effectively, yeah, still doing the same, yeah, still the same job. Um, but now, obviously, running the branch rather than you know, you know working for, for for my boss as such. Yeah, fantastic. And so, season one, as as we've talked about earlier, is very much about how helping our our first time buyers buy their first home. So, from from your perspective. Tell us uh, a few things that you would do in preparation um, and hints and tips that you would advise people to, to do before even maybe they get in touch with you to start looking at viewing properties. Yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, nothing's really changed in the industry over the last 25, 30 years, probably even longer. Um, the only difference at the moment is there is a shortage of properties in the marketplace um, and there's lots of people looking to buy. So, you know, the first point, of, uh, you know, at the moment from a buyer's perspective is, speak to a financial advisor, get a mortgage arranged, find out that you are in a position to actually buy a property. There's nothing worse than, than starting to look at houses, going to fall in love with something, only to find out that you can't get the finances. Um, saying that at the moment, I say due to you know very high demand and short supply, most estate agents and most homeowners won't actually let people you know, look into their properties unless they can prove they've already got the funds to buy. So, you know, speaking to, you know, for financial advisors or their own bank or building societies to establish what they can afford and, and get that agreed in principle um, is certainly the first thing, you know, that first-time buyers would need to do before approaching an estate agent. Yeah, absolutely. And that that's something we've talked about quite a lot before. And I suppose that agreement in principle does two things, doesn't it? It not only does it give you the confidence that that people are good for the money, essentially, but it also gives them confidence and, and can really sort of start their their house search in in earnest. Yes, most definitely. And and certainly once people have been and looked at a property, and I suppose we'll run through a few things about that, you know, um during the course of this conversation. But yeah, if you are looking to put an offer in on a property, the person that has got their finances arranged already and can prove that, you know, will elevate, you know, their offer will be dealt with, you know, quicker um, and dealt with more seriously than maybe somebody that hasn't. Mm, of course, yeah. And so um the the one or one one of the noticeable things that we've seen change over the last few years, I suppose, is the emergence of of sort of videos and, and online tours. And mm. I'm, sh- I'm sure that's something that you guys offer over at Robinson Jackson too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's something that's been around for many, many years, but never really been a sort of a focal point in, you know, looking at property, um, where obviously we've had, you know, the COVID pandemic over the last 18 months, uh, periods of time where we couldn't show people property. You know, um, we've certainly highlighted and elevated that video content um, you know, to a high level. So, you know, we certainly advise, you know, first-time buyers or, or anyone really when they're, you know, starting to look for a property, you know, do your research on the area, make sure you look at the photographs, take advantage of the digital floor plans um, and do a virtual viewing. You know, a lot of people will then save themselves a lot of time um, when it comes to going to view properties if they get a feel for it beforehand. You know, uh, we have sold you know, some properties off the back of a video, um, believe it or not, where someone's actually said, yeah, I will buy that property 
um, based on what I've seen, but it was certainly save, you know, it certainly saves people and you know a lot of time running around. Um, and the feedback has been, you know, you know nothing short of uh, amazing, really, that it, you know, people feel that, um, you know, they can sort of get that feeling for the property before they actually physically see it in flesh. Yeah, fantastic. And, yeah, completely agree with that. And I suppose what, what you're saying there is there really shouldn't be any or many surprises when, when somebody goes to look at a property because they've if they've seen the floor plan, they understand the layout, they understand the area, you've got street maps as well. So there's so many tools there now that it, it really should just be a case of almost seeing the property and um and just sort of almost reaffirming what what their their feelings are. Yeah, definitely. And and certainly any feedback that um you know buyers can give to agents prior to booking a viewing. Um, if there is a limited number of availability to view the property, you know, someone that will say to an estate agent, you know, I've taken the time to you know, study the photographs, look at the floor plan, watch the video that agents have invested their own sort of time and money into producing, um, you know, is certainly going to you know, give them a better chance of getting through the door um, before someone that hasn't. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I'm a first time buyer, let's say, and so I've, I've seen a house, I've done the research, I call you up and yes. say, right, Andy, I want to view this property. So what, what happens next? Okay, I mean, the most important thing that says you've called up, that that is key to building relationships with the state agents. Obviously, you know, a lot of properties are advertised on you know, the property portals, uh, social media, but there's nothing better than picking up the phone um, and speaking to someone. That's what the you know, agents prefer. Um, and that gives you, know, the, you as the buyer a lot better chance to engage and build a relationship. Um, so, yeah, so you'd obviously contact us. We'd go through all the boring stuff, getting all your details. Initially here, obviously finding out to confirm that finances are in place and if not, advise you know where to go and who to speak to to get that. Um, and then just have a general chat and get a feel for, you know, why you're looking to buy. Obviously, it's a first-time buyer, but you know, you know, what you want, what's important to you. So we can build a, a, you know, a real picture in our mind of you know what sort of property you would be interested in and whether we've got anything on our books at the moment yeah that's that's fantastic because ultimately you'll you'll have a good idea of, of possibly what else is coming to the market shortly as well won't you oh definitely you know we've we you know we go out and you know, visit a lot of properties and we have got you know houses and flats that are coming to market but no one else knows about that other than us so you know if we can build a relationship with sort of first time buyers know what they're after then often we will work with our database of people um, that we've got sending through sort of photos videos before the owners are ready to launch uh, to the world wide web as such um, and often appointments are made uh, on properties before they go live Fantastic. So that really is important to, to make those calls and, and do your prep, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. Definitely not a silly question. Each episode, we like to answer a question that I might have been asked by a client this week, because something that we don't know, no matter how big or small, particularly when it comes to money, mortgages and finance, will cause unnecessary stress. So I say to all of my clients, there really genuinely are no silly questions. And so the question this week I've been asked, am I committed to buying a house or a flat if I have my offer accepted? Do I have to go through with it? Generally speaking, you're not legally committed or legally obliged to go ahead and buy a property 
till further down the line when exchange of contracts happen, which is quite close to completion and the conclusion of your purchase. That said, I would urge you to think very carefully before putting an offer in on a property and you'd want to make sure it's right. So like we've said, do your research on the property, have a look around, have a second look, make sure all your finances and everything are in place prior to that and make sure it is the house because you don't want to waste your time, you don't want to mess other people around as well. But in terms of the legal obligation, you're not legally obliged to purchase a property until exchange of contracts. So if you have a question you'd like to ask, anything at all, please get in touch through my LinkedIn page, I'm Mark Humphrey, or via the MHC Mortgages page on Facebook. Not only will I come back to you nice and quickly with an answer, but I promise to try and share your question in future episodes because you can be sure if you're thinking that question, there'll be plenty of other people thinking exactly the same questions. Now, there are a couple of things that I need to tell you as we're talking money and mortgages. It's important to seek advice for your own individual circumstances, okay? And whilst it might seem really obvious, a mortgage is a loan secured on your home and your home may be repossessed if you don't keep up your mortgage payments. So in other words, if you have a mortgage or when you get a mortgage, pay it on time, you'll be fine. So, so I've, I've come along, we've had a good chat, we've had a look at a couple of properties. I walk in one and yeah, this is the one, this is the one that I must have. So, so what do I do next? How do I go about putting an offer in once? Um, first thing is, is in the current market, do it quickly. Yeah, do it quickly. You know, if you are interested in a purchasing a property, then you've got to contact the agent immediately, whether it be by phone, uh, make an appointment to come in in person um, or, or send through email. Yeah, what we are finding at the moment is a lot of properties are getting multiple offers. Um, so you could well be asked, even at the point of making an offer, um, you know, is that your best offer? Or please be aware that you may be asked to, to, to ask to increase your offer just due to the fact that there are multiple offers on the property. What we try and do as agents is we try and explain the situation at the point that you're making an offer and say, look, this is what the process is going to be. You know, this is the possible outcome. At the end of the day, there is only going to be one person that, that gets an offer accepted if those figures are at a level but we will obviously try and guide you and explain to you you know look this uh, this is the procedure sometimes you may be the only person to make an offer on a property um in which case it's a little bit different um and you probably get the house a little bit cheaper um but you know yeah, every property is different but that is sort of kind of where we are in the marketplace at the moment be honest be upfront, and um you know be willing to negotiate if necessary yeah that's it and i suppose as well part of the conversation will be just to understand what the what the seller or the, the another name for the seller is the vendor isn't it of course but what their position is because that's quite crucial as well isn't it yeah i mean uh, yeah most homeowners will have a time frame they look to work towards and you know especially first time buyers maybe who are living with family as opposed to you know, sort of living in rented who aren't committed to a time frame. You know, that's very important to a home seller, someone that can offer flexibility um, and will obviously, you know, elevate, you know, your, you know, your interest in the property over somebody that may have a chain who, who may not necessarily be able to move quickly, but 
may, may want to move too quick, quick, you know, quickly for the owner's, you know, actual personal circumstances. So, you know, being a first-time buyer, offering flexibility on time frame, yeah, is something that is, yeah, could well be really important to that home seller. Yeah, fantastic. And so we go through, you've put my offer forward to, to the vendor, we've negotiated a little bit, and my offer's been accepted. So, mm-hmm. which, which is great news. So what, what then happens next? Okay, so obviously you've provided the agent with you know uh, details of who's going to be arranging your mortgage, um, and you know we've established that yeah you've got the best deal on the market. Um, the next step really is the formalities of instructing a, a solicitor to carry out the conveyancing for you. Um, there's a lot of firms out there, thousands of it in the country. I would always advise um, to try and work with someone that's either connected to the mortgage broker or the estate agent. Um, so there's a relationship there. You know, most most house transactions take on average three to four months to go through. If you're working with someone that you've got a good communication with, that's going to make the process a little bit simpler. Yeah. I never say I never say it'll be simple. A little bit simpler because you know communication between all parties. You know, the agent, mortgage broker, uh, and solicitors, um, along with buyers and sellers. You know, you know, working together to get to you know get to the end goal. Yeah, couldn't agree more, Andy. And that that's something of a, of another episode actually, where we we talk to a, a solicitor firm we often work with, and just the it's so crucial to have recommended solicitors and people that actually there's a good deal of trust, and it's that communication that's so crucial, isn't it, to make things as smooth as as possible. Definitely, and and you'll tend to find that most solicitors, um, especially ones that we work with, do work on a no sale, no fee basis. So. You know, you know, by by finding a solicitor that's not going to charge you bundles up front, um, and if something fell through, you lose all that money. You know, a lot of agents and solicitors work closely together, um, but only get paid upon completion. So there's a massive benefit to you as that first-time buyer that you know potentially you won't be out of pocket. Fantastic, and I guess from from there it's a case of we talk about this in future episodes, but sort of going through the process and just continuing to communicate with with all parties as we go through. Yeah, I mean, that is, that's paramount. You know, our, our job as the agent is to keep in contact at least once a week, unless you know, there's nothing you know, effectively to report. Um, yeah, just to there to guide guide you along the way. Um, and as I say, yeah, you built hopefully built a relationship from the from from the start. Um, us as agents here, you know, the service that we give first time buyers is free. Most importantly, you will you will one day be a home seller, uh, and hopefully, the advice and service that we've given you will allow us, you know, to to have you as a future client move when you're ready to move fantastic well thanks andy really appreciate you joining us today and certainly the feedback that we we get i've been in the mortgage industry for an iron 20 years and, and worked with a lot of, of people at robinson jackson as well so can highly recommend you guys and the service that you offer yeah no thanks mark it's been my pleasure great thanks a lot lovely take care I really hope that you found that useful. I think there's some key messages in today's episode. Firstly, do your research, do your preparation. It's really going to save you time and help you focus on the properties that are going to be right for you, but also you're saving the estate agents and sellers time as well. Use those tools available that we've got now. So the virtual tours, look at the floor plans and really try and overlook small cosmetic issues with a property in terms of decor things that can be put right very quickly because actually you may find that things like that put other buyers off so it may actually reduce demand for the property you're looking at 
and you could actually get yourself a gem. Pick the phone up to the estate agents, as Andy said there, communicate with them, have a good conversation, explain what you're looking for, explain your situation. And yes, estate agents, some of them have got a bad name out there, but actually there's an awful lot of good guys like Andy. And by them understanding your position, even if there's not a property available that's going to tick all the boxes for you now, there might be something that's just coming to market just around the corner that they know about that isn't even out there yet. So have those conversations and it should be such a fun and exciting experience as well. So this really is a big deal and try, try, try and enjoy yourself. Thanks so much for listening today. I really hope that you've enjoyed the episode and found it helpful. We'd love you to join us next time when it's going to be a big one. So you'll have found your new home, you'll have had your offer accepted, and we're going to talk you through how to get the process started. In the meantime, you can help us reach and help many, many more people like yourself by leaving a five-star review on whichever platform you get your podcast and by sharing the podcast on your social media channels. So until next time, take care.